One's a former NFL star turned esports coach. I was getting the stink eye from my wife. She's like, what you doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> and one's a dad who can't stop playing Rocket League. These kids these days, they're like, blah, 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 blah. we're used to jump and run. Together, they welcome you to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Uh, welcome to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. I'm your host, Amon Green, along with my good friend and teammate, John Adias. Man, John, how you doing? What's going on, Amon? How are you? Man, man, I'm doing good, man. Just finally, uh, I say a little bit jet lag because I was traveling for about two, almost two weeks, but to some fun places, uh, a lot of fun work. It was first to Pro Bowl um, down in Orlando, Florida, and then it was off to Las Vegas. So I, I came back to Lincoln for a hot, for a quick nap and got back on the plane, uh, headed down, headed down out to Vegas for part of Super Bowl, not really seeing they didn't see the game in person watched it on tv just like everyone else with a whole bunch of packer fans but uh but in in, in pro bowl did a fun event called the hbcu madden championship series or championships with uh ea down at one of the ea studios in orlando florida and with rally cry met some great people adam two adams and a martin and a tiffany green who was my uh uh, co-host i was play by play and then we had a madden pro player by the name of kevin johnson jr he goes by the king the king so da king and he's a two-time uh madden championship mcs series champion so and of course i got his number so i could get some yeah. tips and some help me help my madden game out it's been how good last couple. did you get to watch him play uh yeah no yeah we we played each other and he destroyed me so what was, was the fun. score what was the score it was bad it was like 40, <laughs> you don't even want to see was, the score it was like fifty something to seven it was it wasn't good it was bad <laughs> he's a pro that's what he yeah. does that's his yeah. job he literally he showed me this app called one v one me where you could sit on the app between Madden two K and maybe fighting some fighting games you can set up your own bets where you can play against people. Yo, that is that's 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 cool. Yeah. So I like it's that. yeah, it's called one me one v one me. So any one v one, I'm assuming one v one game. So Madden 2K Rocket League is one v one. It's tough though playing one v one. Um yeah. and uh so, so oh. wait, so he goes on there and he like challenges people. Does does yeah. he have to does he have to say like hey, I'm really good? No, he could just play him and get paid when he wins. So, so like the best vid, like okay, so th- is this the equivalent to uh, LeBron James being able to challenge people to basketball uh, on an app, and then they find out LeBron James shows up and crushes them? Yeah, and then on top of that, he has to stream his games, so people are on his stream as they're playing a Madden Pro. And okay, they may know, they may not know. So that's cool. Quick. Yeah, so it's cool. So that's what I've been up to. That's some of it. I'm just saying that I had to get that was like on my frontal lobe. Let me get that out real quick. But uh, also, you welcome. So welcome into the Gamer Lounge. So if you're the first time in here to visit, we're on a lot of platforms. We're on six. We're on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitch, X, and Instagram. All right now. So anybody watching, you could ch- chime in into the chat. Ask his questions, participate. What's up, A Train man? How you doing? Uh, Eeyore was good, and Eeyore is correct, and it's on the screen here, right at the bottom. Happy Valentine's Day, John. 
and crew and chat. So we are a show that we talk about a little bit of everything in the video game world and the video game culture. We have a couple nice little segments coming up here. Quick hitting news bikes to give you the, the read of the day of what's going on in the video game industry or movies, anime, what have you. The co- I can say a culture around video games. And then we get into uh, what's after that. Then we get into what, the new segment that we started right at the end of the um, 2023 year is uh, the best thing I saw on social media. So some funny clips of something going on or very cool or interesting or heartfelt or just interesting. <laughs> to say the least uh that and then game releases of the week of course games are dropping every week except for like one or two weeks out of the year i think one of them's back in uh december because it's christmas time so you, i guess the video game companies eventually take a day off and then we follow up the show and wrap the show with our what's on stream and we're wrapping up we have one up we have one episode left now but we'll be talking about episode five of loki season two science slash fiction episode where it's pure chaos going on right now uh, for Loki and the TVA and all the people in the TVA. If you've been following along here on the podcast, what's up, JFK? Good morning and happy Valentine's Day. It's not really early for you. It's it's uh, 9 a.m. because I think JFK is on the East Coast. But for everybody else in the Midwest, it's 8 a.m. And then I say to the any sweet soul that is up on the West Coast up watching us at 6 a.m., I appreciate you. And <laughs> if you are, let's set up a day when I come out on the uh, West Coast and take you out to dinner. Because <laughs> if you're up at 6 a.m. right now watching the Gamers on podcast, you are a G. Appreciate well, we know we know who's not up at 6 a.m. right now doing the podcast. Oh, yeah. Rico. Rico, who's in Vegas. He's, he's in Vegas. He's the Supernova's uh, volleyball team, Pro Volleyball Federation. And uh, yeah. I don't blame him. 6 a.m. is an early wake up call. That is. I had a couple like we talked about last week doing our show while I was in Vegas. And I'm like, well, that's a, that's early for me. And then my other show with Dorsey and Gilbert, the Green and Gold G Lounge, that was even earlier. So I would have been up at I had to be up at, uh, I think, 5 a.m. for that. I was like, even though I didn't party hard in Vegas, it was in and out. My daughter, one of my daughters came, my oldest, Amani, she hung out, was able to take pictures of some of the events, cool events that I went to and did uh, one was uh, the doctor, Dr. Jen Welters, uh, a day in the life women's football camp. And it was awesome. So we had like young ladies, some of the ladies my age, actually. So but they wanted they are football enthusiasts. So they learned a little bit more about the game. They love to play and watch. And some of them do play professionally. Um, they had some professional women, um, football players, wide receiver, quarterbacks, running backs, D-line. So it was pretty cool. To see them because I know in Las Vegas area they have a, a a pro women's league or semi-pro women's league out there in Vegas and on the West Coast as well. So to see those young ladies and women out there, you know, strutting their stuff, having fun, but also learning the game for myself. Uh, Chris Draft, that was a linebacker for the Atlanta Falcons and a few <laughs> other teams. He was there and a few other um, uh, my one of my old teammates. I didn't know was showing up until the last minute. Um, Ricky Waters, he popped in the building was coaching me, helping me coach the running backs drills. So that was, I say that's fun. I love coaching. You know, if it's video game, if it's football, might as well. And uh, get a chance to show and teach anybody, you know, how to hold on to the ball, how to get their knees up, running through bags and all that. So that was that. And then what else? And then I was watching from distance, keeping track of our, my Nebraska 
men's and women's and men basketball, they've been upsetting some teams. I know the men's a couple of weeks ago upset at per, upset Purdue, <clears throat> and they were ranked number one. And then just recently, uh, the ladies beat the Iowa Hawkeye ladies, Caitlin Clark and squad in 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 tow, and a really good team there in terms of Iowa Hawkeyes, but came away with the victory, uh, roll a home win for us here in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. So I'm like, sweet. I said, we're having a good stretch at it. What about yourself, John? What's up with you, man? Well, congratulations to Nebraska. Iowa was ranked number four uh, at the time when they lost. And I just looked at the box score, and the Hawkeyes had 30 points in the third quarter and then followed that up with just 10. So, like, they they really clamped down in the final quarter. Yeah, that was defense right there. Yeah, that's what that is. Uh, but no, I had a fun time uh, this weekend as well. It was my daughter's golden birthday. So mm-hmm. oh. shout out to my daughter. Yeah, she wanted to go bowling on her birthday, which we did. And uh, then we went and watched the Super Bowl and we got to watch Taylor Swift and the Chiefs. And she tried to stay up for the end of it. But, uh, you know, it goes a little Literally. long and over time. She didn't m- quite make it. Yeah. Um, but the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl, right? Yes, it, was, it, was. it was a fun game. It was tight. It was close. I love it. Um, commercials yep. were fine. I'm trying to Hilarious. think of which, which commercial stood out the most to you. Do you remember one that um, kind of stood out to I you? I would say the Deadpool commercial. Mm. I like that yeah. one. Any movie commercial I like. It was Deadpool and it was another comic book one. It was either Marvel. I think it might have been Marvel. Another Marvel one. can't remember, but I know it was Deadpool. That one oh, I do remember. Yeah, they had Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? And State oh, Farm. the State Farm commercial, yes. You know what I did not like? The the Dunkin' Donuts, the Dunkin' Donuts one with with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and and Matt Damon and everybody else, everybody else in Hollywood that are a listers. Uh, why not? Why you didn't like it? It just seemed it. So so sometimes I feel I started rubbing my eyes. Sometimes I feel like commercials, like some are really thought out well and they're funny and they're great, and some are just like, hey, what if we just did this and then they wore that and then we did that? Wouldn't that be awesome? And then we threw in celebrities. Wouldn't that be funny? And some of them, to me, just they're just like doing things. You know what I nah, mean? They're just like they're doing, doing random things. They're random just doing stuff. random things with celebrities, and that to me, that's what that was to me. It was just like, oh, so there's just some like random weird thing that celebrities because they can do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay, because that one I did it. like. Yeah, because yeah. I believe uh, Ben Affleck and uh, Matt Damon own a studio together or produce movies together or something. So, yeah, I kind of hear you on that because it was like very odd, but it was quirky, you know, a little yeah. funny. But to your point, I agree with that. I agree with that. And yeah, so Eeyore said, Madam Webb. <laughs> yeah, I think that was it. Madam Webb with Don Johnson's daughter that was in Fifty Shades of Black. She's okay. Madam Webb. So it's a new. That, I don't think I've heard of I think I have murder, heard of Madam Webb uh, from my good friend Dave Powers, who was on the podcast years ago. Probably we need to get him back on here. Um, and so I kind of remember Madam Webb. And so she's like a time traveling or prognosticator, Kating superhero. So she can predict when something's about to happen bad to you or something in general, you know, basically. So she's a spider. She's part of the Spider Verse. I'll say that Ooh, much. That, like, that, that looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Um, yeah. I saw a couple previews before that. And then obviously today we're talking about movies. Bob Marley movie, One Love is out. So okay. uh, that's I mean, that is gonna crush. It has to not crush, but it should be. I wouldn't want to see the box office sales for that because it's Valentine's Day. It's called One Love. We knew everybody listens to his music. You know, everybody listens to Bob Marley. It's a home run. 
Um, I'm, I, I, I'm gonna go see it this weekend. This is my, like I said, this is my birthday weekend. We just talked about that. Um, this Friday is my birthday, so I'm gonna definitely that's on my list to go see, see if I squeeze it in. Um, with all the other movies that I want to see at the movie theater. Well, you, you, we were talking before the podcast, and you said that you saw the Marvels finally. And yes, two, two things about that. Number one, I think it's funny okay. that now nowadays you probably watch it like on a tablet. Yeah, I watched it actually. Uh, I could have, but I watched it on an airplane. Yeah, <laughs> this one, usually, you know, back in the day, we'd watch it on our either on our big screen TV on the Blu ray yeah. or DVD, or you'd have to go to the movie. Now we're just like, hey, I'm just watching the movie on a little tiny screen. Anyway, I thought that's weird but yeah. um everybody does it i'm not saying i don't do it but uh and that that got some mixed reviews but you liked it no yeah it was i remember when it was in theaters a lot of mixed reviews and a lot of unhappy uh people watching that movie but i loved it and i'm my own person um so i'm glad i didn't let the it wasn't it was just the fact that i couldn't get to the theater it was with family and stuff and things were popping up so i couldn't get to theater to see it because that was a movie that's on my list you know those are the type of movies you see in the movie theater to get the full experience of sound graphics and special effects and you can see everything um on the big screen so i didn't get that's the only thing i didn't get to do but regardless it was still a great movie having all three uh, marvels together and then obviously them battling fighting getting them into a a montage of team building and stuff like that. They did that. And then obviously after credit scene of that movie is this kind of opens another door. It's a, nice. I think uh I know ER can um answer this question for me with the phases for Marvel and the cinematic universe from Endgame to Infinity War. This is like phase, I think this is start of or in the middle of phase six or five or seven or somewhere in five between five and seven phases of where they're taking all the movies. You could probably look it up real quick. That's what I could tell. That's what you're doing, John. So that, yeah. So that went on too. So uh, yeah, seeing that was like, Oh man, this is like, I thought good movie. I, I, I could call movies and it's easy, but it's easy because it's Marvel right now. They're hitting it pretty much out the park. They're beating my favorite franchise up of DC because I'm a DC fan first. So, um, but I'm both, I'm both because I'm a comic mm-hmm. book guy. So just hoping DC can uh, bounce back. Phase five, E, or thank you. Yep. Phase five. I knew it was like between five and seven. I knew that much. I knew that much. Phase I just six. Hadn't, I just hadn't looked it up yet. Phase, phase six starts in 2025 through 2028. Phase seven, 29 through 30. That's amazing. And phase eight, 31 through 33. We're almost talking about 30 years of movies they didn't plan out. This That's started insane. in 2007. Yeah. Started phase one, 08 is what they said. Oh, wait. Okay. Is what oh, wait. Here. I was going to say, too, like uh, Iron Man was the first one, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Iron Man was the first film, and they're still talking like 2030, like you just said, 2030. Like, oh, my 33. God. Yeah. That means a lot of people have a lot of jobs that go, a lot of work coming at them, making a lot of good money. That's 25 so, years of, of I'm not, planning. How does right. that? I don't know. Crazy. That's amazing. That's, that's the way you do it, though. When you have the funds to do it, that's what you do. You plan it out. You make things. You make ends meet. When did the phases come out though? Like it's not like they made Iron no. Man and said we're going to we're doing this till thirty three and people are like you, what are you they announced about? the phases after right around Infinity War in game. That's oh, when okay. the phase conversation started. Saying because I was at Comic Con twenty nineteen, that's kind of when in War Infinity War Infinity in game and Infinity War came out was around that time and that's when I first 
saw it on the stage, Kevin Finch announcing this is phase one and two and three and four and seven and going up there. Also, that was at Comic-Con or any okay. comic book event. So Comic-Con San Diego 2019, 2018 is kind of when the phase conversation was referenced by Kevin Finch on the stage there at uh, Hall H at Comic-Con wow. San Diego. You, so you even know the hall. What, oh, yeah. so what happens after 33? Good question. Is it done? Or, or Marvel? It can't be done. No, I don't think it's done. I think okay. they will obviously create if they haven't already. I mean, you got to think about it. Comic books been around since the 40s or the 30s. Yeah. Marvel yeah. books have been around that long. And Stanley and his crew of writers and artists and inkers and you know, they all been they always dibble dabbling something, right? And they already create new characters that they never get released or new storylines that never get brought up. It just put get put in a shelf somewhere or saved in a file on a computer. Eventually, sure. by that time, they'll go to those files. Be like, all right, we're at the end of this thing. We need more ideas to keep it going. <laughs> what yeah. are we going to do? And so, yeah, so they 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 all have a backlog of stuff to to reference from because it's really all it is. You know, writing a story is finding that one idea that sparks it. Finding that one idea, and when you have twenty or thirty showrunners, writers on staff, you could find one idea with like fifty people in the room. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can't find a, one idea with fifty people in a the room, there's a problem. There's no creativity in the room. That's not good. So, especially comic book, it's a comic book, so you can have fun with it. Really go and push the limits of uh, obviously imagination there. So, we got Eor says I'm playing Paul World while I watch. So he is multitasking. And they usually say men are not good at it. So I think he's doing a pretty good job, you know, playing Paul World and listening to the Gamers Lounge. So get off to our uh, one of our sponsors here. Read here. Slide. Thank you. Drink on the slide. So play is an essential part of life, whether digital or outdoors. Exploring your world is fun. So I hope you're exploring that world. You are having a good time in Paul World. So keep the good times rolling and support your play with the slide boost. That means to get you up and moving. Chill right after the game when you want to relax. You can do that and dream when you're really done playing. You go to sleep and get a lot of it. Get eight hours. Please get eight hours and then explore your imagination. So there you go. All right. So let's get over to our first hot segment of the day here. We got a lot of good stuff here. We got quick hidden news bites. Right. And we got some good stuff. Yeah. Interesting stuff here. So let me get on to that. No, no, let me get this first. Here. Let me do this. Boom. Do that. Boom. And then click here, do that, and then. All right, quick hidden news by here. So, John, you are up first. And what is going on with one of my favorite cartoons growing up as a kid, bro? I was just going to start oh. there. When, when I was a kid, yes. He Man, He Man. I never called it Masters of the Universe. We called it I called He Man. It was He Man. Yeah. Yeah. It was He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Um, and then they made that really crappy movie in the 90s or whenever. Dolph I, never even, I never even saw it. And I was, and I, I was I did not and I did not hate uh Dolph Logren for that movie. Everybody no. did, I think, but I did not. And then they changed it to like Masters. I know it's always been Masters of the Universe. Anyway, here's my mm -hmm. point. I loved He-Man, I love Masters of the Universe. Have you go back to my house in southern Minnesota, you're gonna find, you know, dozens and dozens of, of these little toys and i've got Muscle castle Grayskull, snake mountain i've got the the vehicle 
when I go back home uh, and my daughter, we play He-Man. Like she loves oh. playing with the He-Man ki- characters, the toys. Awesome. I'm like, she's like, Good get Grayskull out. Get it out. We're playing. I'm like, oh, she's I'm calling in. it by the first name. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. She's going harder in the paint. So when I saw this story about Masters of the Universe, and this is from Gizmodo, the Masters of the Universe movie is back on, comma, again. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and uh, so when you look at the storyline, basically they're going to make a new uh, movie, right? Yeah. Based on the Mattel franchise. Um, and it's in development with Travis Knight, known for directing Bumblebee. Oh, okay. the latest one that was like in the 80s, like 1984 or something like that. Uh, potentially directing it. Wait, Bumble- isn't Bumblebee like the Transformers? Yeah, it was the prequel before. Oh, so it's Bumblebee when he fell to Earth or a new storyline yeah. when he fell to Earth. Gotcha, gotcha. The rest of the big guys came. Yeah. Um. So then they've got a Chris Butler set to rewrite the screenplay, blah, blah, blah. And, mm-hmm. But here's the part at the end that kind of got me. I was like, wait, what? What's um, so. Thirty million dollars has been spent in development costs oh since two thousand seven. What and prior attempts to make the movie? The project Amon has been in development since two thousand seven, with thirty wow. million dollars spent trying to be like, how are we going to make this movie? And when I read that, I thought, how? Mm. Why? Why has this been for almost? 20 years that people are like how are we going to make this movie that to me just shows like the the utter what's the word i'm looking for like when you have uh something that isn't working like in like in government like it just gets bogged down like nothing works. that's the same thing happening here there is no what is the structure of making movies how how can you go almost 20 years and not be able to figure out how we're going to do this movie that to me is insane make the movie already like what, what are you doing god is not happy right now people like, there's they are missing out they've wasted from 07 to 2023 and beyond oh, until this years. thing gets done almost 20 years and there's a whole generation we just talked Gone. about how much we loved it there's a right. whole generation of fans of this specific toy slash universe that they haven't that that's a slap in the face like what are the you were you wasted so much time Right. You've wasted so much. I'm sorry Ooh. I'm getting upset about Dang. Masters of the Universe. You're going hard. It was obviously a big deal <laughs> as, to me as a kid. It was. Know. Oh, I love they the had passion, said like, If they had said, love like, it. it's been, like, since 2019, and we've spent $30 million yeah. trying to figure I've been like, okay, figure it out, guys. Let's get the ball right. rolling. 2007, somebody's yeah, like, hey, we should do this, and no one knows how to figure this out. You and I could have sat down and written a script. Like, what are they doing? What's anyone doing? Not much. They just drinking coffee and like playing with He-Man toys. It might be. They might be distracted. Uh, Eeyore right. says the anime cartoons that have been made from 07 till now make the studios either go green light or red light. Yeah. They, I didn't mind it. some of those those newer ones. Yeah, I know because One Piece been around for around that time, and they just got their they got two of their live action movie or no one live action and then a cartoon another cartoon movie. Well, even the so. She-Ra uh, stuff on Netflix was pretty good. Yeah, it was. I like that. I didn't mind. I like that. that. I like She-Ra. That was his uh his sister or his or cousin or something. I think it was his sister. It was sister, right? But <clears throat> it's so many reasons that a movie. We're just talking about you know Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, 
if you do it right, then boom, it just falls. It goes. But when you don't do it right, it just takes it's a lot of people at the top, right? To make decisions. It's the politics or whatever, it, or it's just money, obviously. But they had a lot of money. They they went through 30 million of it. Um <laughs> doing what and got nothing. Right. I'm not like, just spending $30 million and getting that, nothing. Because 30 million obviously is not a full budget because no. 30 million just plays if you get one A-list actor. That's their money right there. That's Will Smith. That's Tom Cruise. That's who else? Uh, Adam Sandler. Um, any of the Marvel uh, actors that are in the Marvel movies currently. Like if you use somebody from that roster of people, use uh, David Batista or somebody like that to be in Masters in the Universe or The Rock, for example. That's 30 million right there. So 30 million is not even a whole movie budget. That's just to keep things in perspective there. So that means they got to put in a lot more money to really get the movie shut, uh, shot and done. Well, I hope they do it the right way, number one, and I hope they make it compelling and entertaining. Mm. Um, but but then you start thinking about who plays He-Man. Like you got to be strong. You got to be then, yoked. You got to be yoked and you got to be and good. Otherwise, yoked. Right. And and you got to be like a good actor. Otherwise, it kind of, you're probably going to suck. Right. Like just some big meathead that can't act. Yeah. But, you got to have some range. Yes. You got to have so, some range. How about this? John Cena. He's been like between him and The Rock and David Batista. I asked where I would throw, throw my uh, my coins, you know, my five cents in to say, hey, yeah. you want three guys to be in the movie and not you just got to find out who's going to be he-man but then man of arms um be beast master and a few other and then who and then obviously what's in there yeah skeletor that's what i was trying to think of and then battle cat that's going to be digital i think battle cat's going to be digital won't they won't yeah. put yeah. A, a real live tiger through the dying of the green hair and white <laughs> stripes please don't do that to a tiger just do it digitally whoever well, you know and that's what's going to make this cool all the digital stuff like like right the, I have the power, like, like it's gonna be the, awesome. The lightning bolt coming down, changing uh princess, what's the name? Princess Prince Adam. Prince Adam, yeah. Prince Adam to He-Man. You know, that lightning bolt, that's gonna be obviously digital. But yeah, the the particular pick for that, it'd be interesting. I mean, they got they got a fun. I say John Cena, yeah. I say he has the look. He would have the look for that. I wouldn't mind. I would not be mad if John Cena got He-Man. And yeah, whenever this movie I guess got greenlit, right? When it gets Whatever. Who knows? It gets Who knows? Maybe we'll be talking in five years about how it's uh, they're set to finally do something. Who knows? Maybe twenty. True. When we're we're gonna be sitting in Florida somewhere, neighbors, <laughs> and we're like, oh, that hey, Master the, of the Universe movie came out, John. When it goes, it just came it? out. I'm on. I'm gonna say, yeah. I'm gonna send it to you, and I'm gonna like blink my eyes, hey, and it's gonna go into like your this, brain. Uh, walk it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> come on did you see this hey let's get the let's get the big gay and the icy hot on the limbs and let's get moving to the theater <laughs> oh man just thinking about when we're old when we're already old that's funny uh all right my turn we got report xbox says that the boss i like the you know i like that they put the boss of the xbox says there's no plans to exit the console market and i'm like hold up time out <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you, you for going here wait, thank wait you. a minute time out um it's a conversation that y'all gonna stop making consoles why that's like oh wait, let me see you you gave it a great analogy with uh 
what you said with LeBron or somebody earlier. Oh yeah, like with that one v one app. Yeah, yeah, the one the app we we're talking about. Man, this is yeah. like, where, where can I start? It's so many different metaphors I can uh, wrap up with this. This is basically like any company that makes something that's very popular. Yeah, let's say Pepsi, Marvel, Disney. Oh, we're just gonna stop making soda. <laughs> I'm like, come on. I'm like, all right. So what is it? But but it's obviously there is a reason behind that because of they've, uh, we see they're secured licenses. They've owned, they bought other companies like Bethesda in the last few years. And they have very popular games, Starfield, uh, Halo, Gears of War. And so they have a a lot of good franchises that they already have under their moniker. So Mm -hmm. Here in the article, it reports that uh, Phil Spencer told employees that Microsoft had no plans of selling the console business, of selling, uh, exiting the console business. But this comes be um, during a large online firestorm. So here we go. So it must have been like a rumor or something going on around Xbox in its future, following rumors that some big exclusive exclusives might be might land on PlayStation Five. So. There it is. Okay. When I first read the title, I'm like, wait a minute. But so, then now, it's so the because rumors, titles. Yeah. yeah. Okay. From so the, the titles of like, the, their, their ahead, big game. Sorry. Sorry. Um, from there, I'll let you go in a sec. Um, so basically, it came in from their start of their rumors of their big titles that they already put out from Gears of War, from Halo, from Starfield, all Xbox production games there. So there you go, John. No, I was just going to say, so it sounds like like the rumors were like, hey, all these big titles are going over here. Why are we even going to make it an, an Xbox anymore? Correct. And so and that's I say that's how rumors start. Right. People start talking. It probably started it as a it started as a game title thing, not even. But it's like, wait a minute, you're not going to have these game titles. So why have like you said, why why have a console? And I think that's where the conversation went um, here. But it says over the over February 3rd weekend, reports and rumors began to circulate that Xbox was planning or at least talking about bringing some of its big exclusives to PlayStation. Mm. So expand. I mean, as a company, you want to do that, right? Expand your your reach. Um, obviously, now you're going with your competitor here and saying, hey, can we be friends? Can we be closer friends? And uh, we have exclusive titles that we made. Y'all have exclusive titles y'all made. Can y'all can we share? So it's basically can they share type conversation. You, you learn how to share when you're in kindergarten. So. That's going to be interesting if PlayStation, if Sony's going to say, yeah, we're going to share. That's uh, the only thing there. So this included Bethesda's latest RPG, Starfield, third person and uh, first person shooter, Gears of War, one of my favorite um, storylines there, Gears of War. And I'm playing Starfield, too, now getting more into that. So passionate Xbox fans initially dismissed the reports because that's what I said. I was like, hold up. What are you? Until I read the article, like, what are you doing? You're going to really stop getting out the business of selling what made you the company you are today. Um, but they're not. So they said, uh, but as more folks collaborated or corroborated in, with the information, even Xbox Insider began to believe they led to a lot of panic and yelling online from diehard Xbox fans, console warriors and influencers since then. A general sense of what is happening at Xbox has formed online. So even a friendly and conscious GameStop promo and uh, set off a whole bunch of people. And now. It seems that unlikely scenario that Xbox would stop making consoles has been ruled out of the head execs brand. So one or two things here. Um, What I know, and I mentioned this before, 
with uh, Zack Snyder and the way movies can be produced or leaked. And he says sometimes we kind of do it on purpose just to see what the yeah. crowd, what the consumer thinks. So, so Phil Spencer here kind of touching the water, kind of puts it out there a little bit. Ah, we might, you know, we have some title. Let's try to see if we'll share, you know, and put it out there. And he saw the flash. He got the he got the answer real quick. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. <laughs> like I said, yeah. what when I read this line, I'm like, hold up, time out. Did I just read what I thought he they're thinking? So he tested the waters, right? He did a um, <clears throat> research and development, and he found out real quick, don't get out of the <laughs> business right now. That means we good for selling consoles at Microsoft Xbox. I so mean, he kind of got his, he got his answer. If you tell your employees in a meeting, internal town hall meeting, like this article says, addressing mm -hmm. the rumors and saying that you're going to continue making consoles, you better continue making consoles, <laughs> right? You, you don't go into your town hall meeting and then lie to it. Well, maybe you do. I don't know. Right. Um, but it seems like maybe they're getting more in that sharing business, like you were saying. Yeah. And the ER starts. And the ER is very, uh, I say, well, um, knowledgeable in this space. So he says they want to put Hi-Fi, Rush, and Starfield on PlayStation 5. Because Starfield, being <clears throat> a lot of gamers like uh, big RPGs like Starfield is, I would, I would say why not? Because obviously more people on PlayStation that want to do and play Starfield are waiting there on PlayStation, but some people don't do that, right? They don't, once they buy a PlayStation, obviously that's a big investment. That's like $500 and change, a couple of controllers, but then another game is to get Starfield on there. If they're not playing something else like Boulder's Gate is already on there, you're talking about another $70. So <clears throat> so that's where the fans you know, got in a little uproar there, which I don't blame. Like I said, I kind of was like, wait a minute, but let me read the article before I jump ship here. So, and then ER also adds here, Microsoft is the only American console maker. That's true. That's true. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I'm glad I'm glad your reaction was the same. Like, wait, hold up. Because when I saw that, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, <laughs> wait, what? Why? What's what, yeah. what? Really? I'm like, yeah. Weird. So kind of just testing the waters. Yeah. And they found out real fast. I say, think, I think, I believe, obviously, one thing about the video game space. And this is kind of where we all exist. We we're just talking comic books. We we're just talking movies. This culture of fans will let you know right away. Don't you do that. Mm. Don't you change E-Man. Don't you touch any character in the comic book universe unless right. we say so. Unless right. the audience says, okay, you could change Batman now or you could change uh, Spider-Man now. If you touch any of those likenesses, there's going to be a problem. Yeah. And this is one likeness that Phil Spencer kind of tested in a way. I would love to, you know, obviously get him on this show one day and say, hey, what was your what was your idea there? What was you going for? Because obviously we're just going off on our opinions and what ha what ifs, what if and, and what is yeah. being reported. Like exactly. Like what I don't know. So, it's true. <laughs> what was he really thinking? That's what I want to ask him. Phil, yeah. what was you really thinking, bro? <clears throat> I just want to know. Xbox gone away a world without xbox hmm let's think let's ponder that for a minute what if so we're bringing in our what if mind right here what if xbox was not gone was not here anymore they'd still make games like they could still True. sell their tape microsoft microsoft yeah. could still make video games there you go yeah yeah there it is all right all righty there interesting 
topic and that one could we could deb- we could debate that all keep going all the way down the line there all right now let's head over to the best thing on social media <laughs> all right we got some fun stuff here all right john you got you you get you we we, we would have had fun growing up together i liked your style of things oh yeah yeah okay. i like the stuff you go because i had rc cars too. oh yeah so i saw this instagram account uh i can't Dang, read it. hold up i did not see that part. oh wow that thing got and it doesn't break Awesome. I'm just gonna mute it because it's kind of loud. But oh, okay. um, I, 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 what is the what? Can you read that? What is I don't even know what the name of the Instagram account is. I should. Know it's this. uh Kamikaze. Kamikaze, Kamikaze underscore Kamikaze. RC. Yep, underscore RC. Yeah, Kamikaze underscore RC. I don't have I'm my not, audio. Do you have audio? Uh, I muted it just because it's oh, like. It was loud. Oh, it was loud. I don't hear it's nothing. Loud. Oh, yeah, I muted I, it. I mute mine. So I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Um. So yeah, this is I saw this Instagram account. Look how awesome this car is. Look how fun this looks. That thing is rolling. Let me see. It just jumps it. off fences and trees and does backflips. Like, you know, I'm insane. Like, I would have loved this at 12 years old. Like this, this gotta be some sort of custom RC car, doesn't it? They don't make RC cars that durable. Right. Yeah. I remember back in the day, Amon. Uh, I got mine at uh, Radio Shack. I had a little uh, custom RC, not custom, a little RC car, and it had like nice shocks and a really big battery, and it was fast. Right. Oh my God, that's the most fun flipping thing. Make little tracks around, uh, you know, Dude. backyard. It was so flipping fun. And when I saw this, I was like, Oh my gosh, this looks so much fun. And that's why we're we're friends right now. <laughs> I was all over. I had a blue one, Doom okay. buggy, and. Once I got it for Christmas, I was jumping it off the curb. I was jumping uh, the staircases. I actually went too high and cracked the the body of or the uh, out uh, the face interior or exterior of it. And mm-hmm. after that, I was like, okay, I, I can't jump off of the top step. <laughs> I gotta I gotta bring it down a step here. But yeah, but there, there's a difference between like even and I'm once again I haven't had an RC car in 30 years, uh, but there is always a difference between like the kind of cheaper affordable ones yeah and then you go buy you get you, you know, put you get one together up. like i've seen people do oh, and really? those are the hardcore adorable ones like this one here bouncing off trees 20 feet in the air and landing on the ground landing on his feet like a cat and that one just flipped it flipped and switched the flip you see that yeah it pauses midair and goes the other way oh heck no and it's and it's i can't even know what that call that last one where it's on its two front wheels like this thing walking looks- on his hands yeah, this thing. Look at this thing. This thing's awesome. But yeah, crazy. and then there were the, like those cars like from Radio Shack that were like two, three hundred dollars. Luckily, I I don't know how I got one, but I did. And man, those things. There's a big difference back in the day between that and something. And they go so fast, and they've got shocks, and it's so fun. Yeah, and here, here go. He said I had a good one when I was a kid, and a friend drove it into the park truck tire and bust my whole front end because mm. it was a four wheel drive. I couldn't fix it. Oh, I would have been. I'm sorry. We, I, me and my friend, we got in a little fight. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you just broke my RC. What's wrong with you, man? You, you trying to, you jealous or something? What's up with you? I got you in <laughs> trouble. Was Mark's on mine. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I couldn't break it. Okay. I got, like I said, mine's got cracked a little, the front fender, and I slowed myself down. I was like, all right, I can't, I can't go off the top. Can I uh, share my screen yeah. really, really quick? Yeah, please, please do. What you got? This is what I had. This was the one back in oh, the day. Nice. The Golden Arrow, man. Mine's was similar. It didn't wasn't called the Golden Arrow, but mine's was blue. Blue. I had a blue Doom buggy just like that. <clears throat> Got the nice nubbies on the back wheels where you get that traction. That yeah. thing still yeah. for 278, 279, excuse me. That's what they're asking. Mm, mm, mm. I still have mine. They're but... bringing it. There you go. That's cool. Wow. Interesting. Awesome. But yeah, RC cars, we used to race them too. A few of my friends that had them <laughs> in my neighborhood, we would get on them, you know, get on the sidewalk and try to see who had the best, who had the fastest one. All were store bought and pre-assembled. Wasn't no a modified one like this one here that we just showed on the yeah. screen that was like that's baller though that's straight but baller though notorious afro says that thing looks like if you touch it it'll break uh <laughs> this company's made so much money off a 24-hour toy Th that was that one lasted i still have it it if, still works if, i i think the batteries you know like oh the battery might be shocked yeah two decades old so i've never it's never had a new battery in it but that thing man i'm jumping that thing that thing lasted hey when you get those little things like that, yeah, hold on to them, keep them clean, and keep them working if you can. And another, I say another throwback here when I'm gonna hit for mine. Yeah, my uh, best thing I saw on social media, I was on TikTok. I was like, oh, oh, I got a little, 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 a little excited when they got. Oh, let me switch the screen here. Oh, okay, I'm interested. Here we go. What are we looking. What we got here. So we got Missy Elliott going okay. through all her outfits and all her videos. You remember how her videos were like really. Cool looking or weird looking. Sure. And she, she kept all her outfits. And if you go to the TikTok account that this is on, it also shows you behind <laughs> the scenes because she actually had the original shoes in some of these shots that were still, I say, kind of hanging on, <laughs> but they start, <laughs> falling, they start falling apart during the video. So let me hit play here. So if you remember this video, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> I don't remember this song, but I know the beat. And her and Timbaland was dropping hot tracks. And Missy looked good, by the way. Let's just also say that. She looks awesome. Mm. Those are all the original uh, outfits. outfits. Yes, no that's cool. Yeah, she put them all in. Obviously, she like I said, she looks good, lost weight, and still put them on. And some of them still work. I'll show you the shoes if that's I cool. pause it. Let me see the outfit where the shoes. If you go to another behind the scenes clip, it'll show you on the TikTok account where the shoes were actually like falling apart. And I'll come up. I'm gonna pause it. This outfit right here. So these shoes right there. Yeah. So if you you can see kind of the white part here. Yeah. That was her bottom shoe was literally like falling apart. Did they the just wear it seat. so much? Yeah. That, and they were old. You know, okay. it was wearing, you know, and they're old. No, it wasn't wearing tear, it was just being old. And it's that mm. rubber. Because if you know, mm -hmm. if you keep I know this because I have tennis shoes from when I was in high school. <laughs> this is bad of a of a hoarder that I am here. Um the rubber starts to turn yellow first, and then it basically disintegrates into a dust oh yeah so what's oh. up big baby duke notorious afro in the house as well 
and so yeah so that them rubber on them them right there those shoes right here were the ones if you go to this TikTok account i'll i'll uh expand it or close it in a second so you can see the the title of the account and go check it out so but we got to watch this again so just shout out to missy elliott one of my favorite artists i used to bump her all the time her Timbaland 50 uh but she's been around since probably college for me yeah she's been around a while now so here's the account here oh it's actually missy elliott's account on twitch on uh tiktok so go to her account you can see the behind the scenes video of all her outfits and what she was motivated to do she talks about that and uh some of the shoes some of the outfits shoes like i said falling apart so i thought that was cool and then jfk what do you say man i hate the for the shoes because shaking my head i just wrapped it up in plastic when that happens <laughs> i call it a day yeah when that yeah. when your rubber on your shoe turns yellow that shoe is pretty much expired you can't if you want to wear it wear it at your own risk i say just walk in it. Don't try to play basketball. <laughs> Don't try to <laughs> run a marathon in those shoes because those shoes will fall apart when the when the uh, the the rubber is yellow. We got here, Josephina from LinkedIn says her level of creativity is still on that. Yes, her and Timberland. You know, last year was the, what the fifty years of hip hop anniversary or what have you, and she was oh my god, like all her videos, all her songs made me dance, want to dance if i wasn't dancing already because i'm like <laughs> she puts out hot hits hot hits, hot hits all right we got another let's head over to let's get ready for it hold on let me do this let me do that and then do this oh wait a minute what am i doing what am i doing I, uh, oh, did i do that nope i did not did i do that i did not do that, that you sound easy. like uh that guy in that show I did not do that. This was the best thing on social media, and I didn't run this. Hold up, I gotta do this first. Boom, boom. I didn't do that. So at least people see it. I gotta do that. There you go. All right, now head it over. (laughs) Oh, I got so much to do on this thing. All right, next one here. There it is. We're getting that ready. And we can shut that down. We got game. Re- we got game releases coming up here. Game releases. It's time for the game releases. Game releases. Game releases. Oh, I wonder if that dog is barking at the sun or the moon. That's all I want to know. Or just like a, a uh, an ambulance or something. Uh, something. Yeah. All right, dog, John, you're up. Oh, go yeah. ahead. Oh, you I said your dog. My dog used to howl every time. You never have that noon whistle in your community. Like the mm-hmm. like the, the tornado sirens, but they go oh, yeah. every day yeah, every Wednesday in Wisconsin it was every third Wednesday or something like that. Oh and where I live every day at noon and six, the thing goes mm-hmm. and my dog would always howl. Oh. <laughs> so my video it. game of the week is uh, once again a monsense out of list. I pick one just based on the name. Ultros is what I pick. Now check this out. Look how kind of like I like the graphics already. Interesting, it looks. Yeah. Very so interesting. This, Very creative. This is from the Ultros website. You wake up stranded after seemingly crashing your ship on the sarcophagus. I can't read that. A giant oh. space drifting cosmic uterus holding an ancient demonic being known as Ultros. Okay. 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 Trapped in the internal loop of a black hole, I guess. 
you will have to explore sarcophagus how do you say that word i don't know and meet its inhabitants <laughs> to understand the part you play right are you the gruesome breaker of this cycle or you can or can you become a link from destruction to rebirth so Ooh. that's what the websites look at this these are kind of is that a fly that's a fly that's dope they call it a psychedelic as you can tell on this it's definitely psychedelic you nailed it with that a psychedelic sci-fi journey so 100 psychedelic I mean, this is cool i don't how, how do you ever see something displayed like this in the yeah video i've game? seen games i've seen games like, like this psychedelic kind of bright colors like we, we're seeing here yeah i had a game on my switch i have a game on my switch oh can't think of a name of it but it's like you fought against different little tribes in the game and it was like a tri it was a tribal game i just can't remember the darn name of it but they had little colors and shapes like this game here like ultras really cool i like the graphics i like this like you said when they said psychedelic that's like nailing it exactly the description of what you're seeing if you're on a trip if you're on a trip this game will mess you up or you'll be happy to see this game if you're on a trip maybe you, <laughs> you know what trip i'm talking about as I say maybe you ingest some substances and then play the game <laughs> yeah you're um, on that trip you're on that <laughs> trip it says grounded in science fiction as well ultros comes wrapped in both an eccentric art style from uh the visionary l huervo renowned for his work on hotline miami Okay. Hotline Miami. That's it. I want to check that out. There you Hotline go. Miami. You find the big fly right there. Look at that fly. Oh, that looks nasty. Gangster right there. That's what I'm talking about. That's a video game right there. I like JFK this. says trip to Mushroom Kingdom with Toad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what. That's the trip I'm talking about right there. Mushroom Kingdom with Toad. Yeah. I, I mean, I see this and I say, maybe yeah, yeah. Let's check this out. That looks kind of kind of wild. Right. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. I'm down with that. Good pick, man. Good pick. Average historian says I always pick dope games. Yes, he does. It's he just does. based on the name. Yeah. There you go. All right. My turn. My turn. My turn. I get to share. Share one tail time. And I'm going. I went with yeah. the oldest schoolest of the games on there. You got Mario versus that dude right there. Donkey Kong. So check out the latest version of donkey kong versus mario mario versus donkey kong whoever you want to start with it's an updated version on the game boy advance john it's on the game and chat game boy advance when all the mini marios sell out donkey kong takes matters into his whole his own hands track them down when mario versus donkey kong launches this friday on my birthday so you got donkey you got dk right there going to all get the mini marios that are trying to they all sold out so he's not happy so old school game brought into the new category oh they got a mario factory <laughs> i didn't know there were little mario factories to build little marios oh, and they're really setting this up right they got a nice little storyline and every, i love the storyline so mark so the first one in general sense of the Mario versus Donkey Kong is Tipping Stars was the first game here. And then now uh, the gameplay style of the Game Boy version Donkey Kong has been revisited since the original. So unlike original version, pre-rendered visuals and the rest of Mario versus Donkey Kong series opting for a plastic cartoony look 
with outlines. The remake adopts a standard modern, uh, where am I? A standard modern art style. There you go. Taking mini cues from Mario 3D World and also Mario Maker 2, Super Mario Maker 2. There you go. So you got. So that didn't show me anything about what the game looks like. Why? Why don't they show us what the game looks like? All I saw was Donkey Kong go in there and steal some stuff. He should be. A, well, he loves the, the toy, toys. obviously. So he's doing he it. Pull it. <laughs> he turned off the. He stopped watching TV. He's like, "Look, I'm going down to the factory and get my toy." But the gameplay similar, like I said, like I mentioned, similar to Super Mario Maker Two and okay. Super Mario 3D World. So, if you played those games, which I played both of those games. Um, so you kind of a, a basic sense of how the board is going to set up. It's going to be your basically tiered level maps that you have to jump up the ladder, like old school Donkey Kong. When I started yeah. playing way back in 1983 or four, where you climb the ladder, roll over, jump over the barrel, get to the barrel, either hammer it or jump over it, stuff like that. So you have the, and then you have the little Mario toys that's going to be a part of DK's, I guess now household because he's jacking them from the mario factory there and there's toad like uh jfk said hey. so this is gonna be mario going to get back his little mini me's from donkey and then, kong and there's the the background right it kind of shows yeah. like how you might be able to hop around yeah so there okay. you go all right we got so we got donkey kong <laughs> jacking little mario and little mario trying to jack him back <laughs> that's kind of the verse the, the plot of that game. All right, let's get on to the last episode, second to last episode in our. What's on row, stream? row, row your boat gently up the. Ah, uh, sorry. Excuse me. It's time for what's on stream. All right, we are on episode five of Loki. Let's get him on the screen here. His poor little face. This face reminded me of. <laughs> When he got choked out to death by Thanos in Endgame. So I'm like, I've seen this face before on uh, Loki. It's not a good face. This is a death yeah. face. This is the death moment. I'm about to die face. So we see this. This is how the episode starts. And from episode four, we saw the big explosion of the loom happening. And now Loki... Opens his eyes. Nobody's with him that was there. It's just him running around the TVA. So we got a whole bunch of little questions to get answered here. But as he runs to every room, right, he's time slipping as well, which I know sucks because I think it looks like it hurts. It don't feel yeah. good at all. So he's slipping and he's not only doing it. He's only doing it little minutes at a time. So he's going into the future a little bit because he actually he sees himself in that room past there. And then as he comes back to the room. As he types it again, the uh, TVA room starts to basically disappear. And like, uh, what's his name? Dr. Victor, um, he who remains a variant got destroyed in the last episode. Mm -hmm. So I saw that. So he's kind of, he's lost here. And the description of the episode is Loki traverses dying timelines in an attempt to find his friends. But reality is not what it seems. So he's bounced between, I think this right here was 1962, then 2000. 12 1992 so it's a lot going on has to be figured out here and what happened to all his other variants that was around him in this uh 
first part of the episode, John. So this when I wrote down my notes, and by the way, it's been so many days and weeks now since I've watched these because I went through <laughs> all the whole thing. I was like, this yeah. this series is so fun. Yeah, it um, is. So like, right. So it ends episode four, like you were saying, and everybody dies and um, uh, you're like, what the heck just happened? Uh, yep. Episode five, I write, Loki is alive and starts time slipping. <laughs> I love different. your notes, John. I love his, your descriptive <laughs> notes. <laughs> he, they didn't kill him in episode four. Um, and this is the one sentence I wrote here. This episode was so much fun. Because I loved how he recruited everybody to help save the day from their different timelines. There was a purpose yep. to this episode. It was a lot of different timelines and different play. It wasn't always just the same thing. There was time slipping. So there was the, that element of yep. what makes this fun as well. And I just love this episode. I thought this was probably one of the best episodes of season two. Yep. Um, and, and, and I love the, the 1800s episode. I think that was episode two or three. Um, so like there's some really like fun episodes in this series and episode five to me was one of those. I loved how, like I said, he went around and recruited everybody and you learned a little bit more. And then at the end, spoiler alert, mm -hmm. close your if you eyes, haven't, change the pause, channel, pause fast it, forward, mute yeah, it, whatever, mute it, mute it. Mute it. <laughs> and we're going to start this spoil in five. We're warning four, you. We are warning three, you. You've been, you've been warned Two, one. Um, and then at the end, so he's trying to figure out the time slip and you think everything's, you know, like going to go to hell at the end and he figures right. it out. He figures out how to do it himself. And that's yes. the game changer. And then it goes to, we'll get to next week. And it's a game. And it's just, it was, this was, they need these people writing masters of the universe. Cause they know how to write some entertaining ah. television. Well, that's the whole Marvel crew at, with, under Kevin Finch. And I know they're going to be worth a lot of money. So they better. They better get in, uh, make sure their pocketbook is ready to go and write big checks out. But because that crew is doing it. And so I like the part that I like this part, like where you see Morbius, you see Hunter. Um, uh, was it uh, Hunter one five something? Where is it? My notes at Hunter eight five one. And you see all this. You be you be OB right there where they don't except for OB. None of the other characters recognize who Loki is. So I kind of like that because now he has to basically explain to them if he was going to sit and talk to him, like where he came from, why he's there, what's going on, because this is what they were all trying to protect is all these variants having their lives. Right. And that's what she uh, particularly talked about. She said all these timelines are variants trying to live out their lives and they're dying before it blew up. And so Hunter 815, she's a doctor in 2012, a children's doctor on top of that, living her life unaware. Right. We're sitting in a space. Because I, I, every now and then, I think everyone on this show, mm -hmm. yourself, the chat, you have those conversations with yourself. Or you have a moment that this the daydream. You're like, hmm, what are people doing in, in other multiverses or other planets in our solar system? Because we know there's life on other planets. What are they? What is what is the Amon on Mars doing right now? <laughs> I'm just saying I. I know I have these conversations with myself. I don't know about y'all. Yeah, I mean, not only that, Amon, but what is the life form and where is it in its evolution? You know, like right. you know what I mean? Like, is it just like they haven't figured out technology yet and they're just still living in rocks or whatever, you know? Like right. And then is there the multiverse like the exact same thing happening right now where we are having this exact same podcast? If it's infinity. Exactly. If it's infinity, exactly. it never ends. There's the, the there's every single possibility if it's infinity. 
True. Right? Yeah. And so actually the bear fan just asked this question. You see that? Yeah. If you were in a game, what kind of what kind would it be? We're in a game. Like I, as a character? I, yeah, I would say I any video game I played. So between Gears of War, Halo, I would love to be Master Chief 100 <laughs> percent Uh I put myself in all that movies. I do it all the time. If I were to write a movie, I would write a movie about myself being different characters that I like. Mm, this is and a it's a long movie. list. This is a long so it would at least be a two-hour movie. Because I've thought about this thoroughly. I just haven't put it to paper yet. Yeah. Is it easy? You know, for every action, horror, drama, suspense, cartoon movie, I have from all my movies, I have one character that I would be that I love because I like them. They're funny or they're strong, heroic, whatever. Very cool, very quirky, like I am sometimes. Yeah. So just to say a few, like I said, Master Chief, even though he has a TV series, he doesn't. Wait, they do have movies for Master Chief. But I always thought about like when I saw Die Hard the first time, I was like, I want to be John McClane. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Commando, Arnold Schwarzenegger, or Predator, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. I want to mm-hmm. kill the Predator. I want to be that dude. I want to be Captain. Um, God, what was his name? I forgot his name for a minute. Not Dylan. Was it Dylan? No, Dylan was with Carl Weathers. God rest his soul. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Yeah. yeah, he passed away. Um, we saw him at that. Uh, Fan at the, yeah, the Fan Expo in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. That's so the first thing cool. I thought of. Yep. Um trying to think. Like Lion King, like cartoon movies. I would want to be Mustafa, of course. Um, or Simba. Um, Black Panther, Black Panther, T'Challa, you know. That's the a Marvels. tough question. Yeah. You know. So who yeah, but but video games, um, between video games, like I'll be uh, Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War, that he's the lead commander in Gears well, of what War. What type of game would you be in? Oh, what type? Yeah. I want to do a, uh, between what a sports kind? game and RPG or a fight yeah. game. Like yes. That. See, so when I, this is so tough, I think this is I a fun question. I know we digress from Loki right now. <laughs> Sorry, Loki. But <laughs> that's a pause. Fun... Let's pause Loki since he's been, he's been paused before in the TVA. So it's okay. <laughs> that's a fun question because my first thought was, like old school side scrolling video game, right? right? And I was like, no, I mean that's not. And then I thought, like a fighting I'm, game. I'm like more, if you could I'm more than two dimensional and side scrolling, I'm more than that. I'm 3D, baby. Yeah. And I thought, well, what about a fighting game? That'd be kind of fun if you could always like have certain characteristics. Yeah, you know, I would like love to either be drag, Dragon Ball Z, like go Super Saiyan on somebody, or rage out on Tekken. How they do the rage art fight yeah. or combination? There you go. That's interesting. That. I'm not sure what it, I'm not sure what kind of game I'd be in. You gotta think about it, John. Well, and then I thought a sports game. Like, imagine if I was just yeah, like, in, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, you're in a game, so what? There you go. You're already in a game. Yeah, since college. You're in multiple games. <laughs> uh, but back to Loki, real quick. Uh, yeah. Good, great question, the Bear fan. It definitely helped us uh, digress for a minute there. But. uh but as he finds the other variants and actually sits and talks to him as he's talking to one of the variants of himself mm-hmm. uh, right there and then starting to basically get the band back together. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Sylvie. He, he's talking at a bar. And so, you know, it's just one of this. It's just a, a nice, I say, interesting episode. 
of really trying to and you see this when in you see this type of episode when you deal with time traveling in the movies or a tv series if it has time traveling in it where eventually you go to where nobody recognizes you and you got to explain yourself like who you are when you and when you are i'm mm -hmm. I'm, I'm on from 2000 from 1994 you know and you got to do that and get them convinced and get everybody on your side to then help you do what you need to do to save what he needs to do to save the TVA. And you see the room of the TVA rooms are just getting ate up by the, the power of the loom that was trying to obviously keep all the timelines together. So all them timelines are basically taking over the TVA basically right there. And he got all, he got everybody back together, but don't really know what's going on. It's a, it's a really fun episode, man. If you it guys is. haven't watched Loki season two yet, start. Please do. What, what's going to happen is you're going to, it's going to be done like that because there's only six episodes. And yep. you're going to be like, oh, that was fun. You're going to have fun. And you got to tell yourself, this will be a part of the bigger storyline in phase five, six, and seven. That's the cool part. So yeah. there you go. So for episode five, Loki season two, science fiction. A science slash fiction. There you go. So check it out. I know. Remember, we gave you spoilers. So sorry there. Sorry, not sorry, because we did warn you. Just letting you know. Got your warning. Sorry, not sorry. We got your warning. And we'll be back next episode next week, breaking down episode six season finale of Loki. So we got, but we got some good stuff to stop start watching. We got Echo on Disney. What is? Do we want to say what our next one is? Do we know? We got. We, we got to find out. I'm. I'm about to mention some now. Echo okay. on Disney. Okay. okay. Um. I think that's that's all I can remember on Disney. It's Echo. <laughs> Echo just started, and Echo is from the Daredevil timeline or storyline. She's the. She's the assassin who is Echo. death. Just she was in Daredevil. She was in Hawkeye. Uh, okay, well, yeah, yeah, I I could I could maybe get into Marvel's Echo. Yeah, Echo, she's badass. She's beating everybody up. She's literally. I was gonna say, what about that uh, childish Gambino one? Uh, oh, um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith on Hulu or Prime Video. Prime, there you go. Two, I watched two episodes of that, and I'm. It's enough to keep. What I love is the way they tell the story. But anyway, we're not reviewing I, that. I like I like the character change. Because mm -hmm. I saw it, like I saw it on the internet one day, like I'm searching stuff and it says Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And I'm like, wait a minute, I, that's Brad Pitt, Angel Angelina Jolie. Mm -hmm. But it, I looked, I click it and it's a TV series. And I'm like, oh, who's going to be this? And I see Donald, you know, Donald Glover and the other actress. I'm like, oh, I said, I like the twist. I, I'm, like I'm the characters. I'm so I'm super excited about that. So I, I'm, I'm down for that. OK, we just got to We got to get our compadre Rico to vote on it. I think Rico's yeah. up yet. He's in Vegas. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So you have, let me see, I just looked it up real quick. We have Maya Erskine is uh, Jane Smith, and John Smith okay. is Donald Glover. And yeah. you have Dan uh, Paul Dano, who played in uh, the big short, or not the big short, um, the one with GameStop. Game suck or GameStop something sucks or whatever. When the GameStop okay. debacle thing that we talked about two years ago, they made it to a movie now. Thing Parker Posey's in it. Hey, Paul Dano is the hot neighbor. He's the hot neighbor. 
I would love. Well, my character, remember, I told you I was in Batman versus Superman chat, and my name was Thug Number Two. So <laughs> they don't get real creative. And <laughs> I'm like, hey, that's a cool name. I like it. I'm gonna get it tattooed before number two before I die. All right, y'all. We are done. Yes, it's time to go to work. Go to our real jobs now and teach class or be a parent. Do whatever we should be doing. I vote for Mrs. There you go. Notorious votes for Mrs. and Mrs. Smith, Donald Glover, and Maya Erskine. Um, and that's on what is that on? Prime. That's on Prime Video. I'm mm -hmm. down for that. I, I already pay for that. I'm like <laughs> two well. episodes in, so I'm down right. for that. Uh, and then what a 30, 30 minute, 45 minute hour long episode. Yeah, a little less than an hour. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah, I'll get into that. That was one of the shows I was going to start watching anyway. So might as well. And we could break it down because they are spies, right? And they're married. And they got rules about being a spy. Married. About being married married and being a spy. Because if you're, you got to have rules if you're a spy and married and then you both find out. Well, they obviously know. But in the movie, remember, they, they found out later that they were working for the same person. Or kind of oh. was working for the same person. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I saw that. I used to watch that all. I love that movie. So I kind of know. Oh, well, then you'll love the TV series, maybe. Exactly. You exactly. got to check it out then. Yeah. And I like how they made a little change to it. I like yeah. the little, the decor has been, you know, the fa the vase was moved to over here instead of over there. And it's a blue vase instead of a yellow vase. I like it, you know. It's pretty fun. I, I like the change up. So check that out. So that's what we're going to do next week so far. We'll see if Rico, well, he's going to probably be majority voted now. It's two to one. Yeah, he's 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 got to figure out. it out now. Yeah, he's got to figure it out. So he's got to hopefully have Prime Video, or he's got to share my one of our accounts with us right. to watch it. If he doesn't have it, but oh, and they're showing me ads on Prime now. There was, we go. I was you know, so got to put the commercial fix in there. So, and then we'll wrap up season episode six of Loki season two. More video games that we're talk about, and then next week is this or that. So if you have a this or that, I know the Discord link has popped up. Uh, we could pop it in there again. So join the Discord so you could throw in your this or that or just comment or just coming into my Discord because I, I post everything in there. I have fun stuff in there. You could see and you could comment on and talk about with us in the, the Mon Green TV Discord. Please do that. And we'll be back next week. Same bat channel, same bat channel, 8 a.m. here. And we're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitch. We're on X and Instagram. So if you are any of those apps, Drop a question, follow, subscribe at YouTube, share, retweet, do all that fun stuff that you're supposed to do if you are following our show here. And join in. You always gonna have a good time. All right. So, John, let everybody know where they can find you after the show is done. I am an AMC stockholder at John Adias Radio, J-O-N-A-R-I-A-S Radio on the X. Uh, also, John Cast Podcast on Instagram. I like how you do that. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start switching up my title because I, I have different things that I like you because I am a, uh, is that movie theater AMC? Yeah, I bought it back <laughs> when I I got in way late. I got yeah. it like the highest price and then uh, like now it's worth nothing. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I know I'm like a, I know I'm an Apple stockholder. Um, I got some stock there. My meta yeah. has gone. I bought meta as soon as I saw Zuckerberg have like those photorealistic avatars in the meta. Yeah, like, I remember that. Crazy. Yeah. I'm buying meta and that thing's been skyrocketing. Good. Smart move, buddy. Smart yeah. move. All right. So we'll be back next week. You can find me on Instagram and X at Amon Green 30, all one word. Also Amon Green TV. 
and Amon Grease Gamers Lounge on TikTok. Please check that out. And then I'll give a shout out for Rico there, Enrique Alvarez, Clary, and Nikki underscore Flash. He also is on Twitch. He hasn't streamed in a while, but he's on Twitch. I haven't streamed in a while. Well, I have, but I haven't played video games on my stream. I've done the podcast. The podcast. But I will. Well, I got my schedule. It's kind of filling out where I could get some days in during the week and maybe one day on the weekend. So maybe three days a week, I'll be able to stream. That's two during the week and one on the weekend. So watch out for that. If you're in the Discord, you'll find that out. If not on Instagram or X, you'll see the post of me going live playing Madden, Halo, Call of Duty, or Toaster Ball. Fun game. Rico covered a few months ago. Very fun game. And uh, and that's it. So everybody have a great rest of your Wednesday hump day. It's a tough day for a lot of people in midweek because you know you got two more days to go to get the Friday or get to the Saturday. <laughs> get to <laughs> Saturday. But hope you survive. I know I will too. I, I'm still getting off the two weeks of tra- travel. It's been hitting me. When I get about ten o'clock, John, my whole body starts shutting down. You got my I'm like, I passed out the last two minutes. Don't even remember falling asleep. I wake up. It's like, you know how you see that movie in the movie, that scene in the movie where somebody falls asleep and then they wake up like, <gasps> that's how I've been waking up. Like, where am I? I don't know where to. I'm like, oh, I'm at home. I'm tired. <laughs> I was super tired. So that's how tired I am. Been. So I'm getting my sleep. And I will hope everybody else gets to sleep for the rest of the week. And we'll see y'all next week. All right, so let me do this. I don't know what this is. I'm gonna do peace, and I did three. I don't know what I'm doing. See ya. All right, so let me let me do this first. We got music. <laughs> Let's get some music going. Let me go back. Do this. This. All right, everyone. We got the big screen coming on. That's gonna say stream ended. Bum 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 b